Hey guys, I'm so glad that you're here today for my chat with Ashley DeChico. She is awesome and I'm so excited for you to hear everything that she has to say. I know you'll love it as much as I did, so let's get started. Give everyone a little introduction into who you are and your kiddos and just how you got involved in isogenics and why you started this journey um, for yourself. Yeah, sure. I'd love that. Okay, so my name is Ashley DeChico and um, I am married to my high school sweetheart. We've been married for this year and a couple months. Will be 12 years we've been married, but we've been together since we were 15 years old. Um, literally grew up together. We've um, our relationship has evolved so much over the last what 23, 24 years we've been together. So um, I love doing life with him, and it's been such an evolution and such a journey and I just sometimes look at where we are today and I'm just in such awe but um so yeah we've been married 12 years and we have three little ones um they are nine seven and five now two boys and a girl and we live in Gilbertsville Pennsylvania we've been here for 12 years since we've got married and um we own a brick and mortar business we own a car dealership Mm and so When I got introduced to network marketing, I was a stay-at-home mom. And at that time, I had two little ones. I had a three-year-old and a one-year-old, and I was a stay-at-home mom to them. And so, you know, we had the car business. My husband um, worked that. I was home with the kiddos. And it was awesome. I mean, we had such a great life. Our car dealership thankfully is very successful. And we were able to live the life that we always wanted to live. You know, I always wanted to be a stay at home mom when I had kids. And my husband always wanted to own his own business in the car business. And so you know, we were living a a really good life. Um, Prior to having kids, I was a litigation paralegal. And so that's a little bit of my background. And then, you know, being home with them, when I got introduced to isogenics, I had been a stay at home mom for a few years then. And, Mm -hmm. you know, while I loved being home, I loved being a stay at home mom. That was like always my desire. It was like so near and dear to my heart. Um, That's what I knew growing up. I mean, both of my parents did work, but my mom worked night shifts so that I always had someone home with me. Like my mom was always home during the day. My dad was home, you know, at night when she was at work. And so I grew up like that. My husband's mom um, was always home. So I think it was just like what we knew and we just really loved that part of our upbringing. And so it was always really a desire of mine to then do that for my kiddos. And, you know, like I said, I loved it. But what I found, you know, after a few years, it was just, you know, sometimes being a stay at home mom can be lonely. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, us moms, I feel like we can lose our identity. And, you know, we get stuck in this rut of being like, okay, wife to our spouse and mom to our kids. And then like, we wake up one day and we're just like, okay, but what else are we? Right. And um, I think it's just natural um, in, in women, you know, just Mm -hmm. especially if you are a stay at home mom and there's nothing wrong with that. But what I found was that I knew I desired more. And, you know, all my life, I've been like a really high achiever. And um, I just felt like something was missing. And, you know, while I loved being home, 
I really desired more. And so when isogenics came into my life, it was like the perfect timing for me. And little did I know at that time that it was going to be an answered prayer. Um, yeah. because I didn't even really know what network marketing was. And looking back on it, I think that was a blessing for me because, you know, so often people do have like a bad taste in their mouth about the yeah. industry. And I yeah. didn't have that because I truly didn't really know what it was. Like I knew some people um, that I had seen on like social media that were doing maybe other network marketing companies, but they were really just doing it more like a hobby, you know, like I mm -hmm. didn't know anybody who had made a career from this industry. Yeah. And so um, when I was introduced to it, what happened was I was getting um, a pedicure one day at a nail salon and I sat next to an absolute stranger at that time who is now one of my like dearest friends. Um, but she introduced me to the products of Isogenics and she is actually one of the top leaders in Isogenics. And we didn't even talk about that. Like I didn't even know that. Um, we didn't even talk about Isogenics that day at all. Um, we just started conversation. We connected on social media a few weeks later and one thing led to another. And, you know, I was yeah. an exhausted mom. I had a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Yeah. I wasn't feeling like myself. I was tired all the time. I felt like I was surviving on coffee. And again, just like these natural things that I think us moms feel, especially in that stage of life with little ones. Yeah. And so I got started on the products in hopes of feeling better. Mm -hmm. quickly fell in love with these products. And one thing led to another. I just started sharing them just like I would share anything else, you know, that yeah. I use or love. And um, then got introduced to really the opportunity side of, you know, what this could be for my life. And the light bulb really just went off for me. You know, what else could I do as a stay-at-home mom to create financial freedom or, or even income for my family? Yeah. There's really no other yeah. option. And that always makes you feel so empowered when you see that, to, like when you see that income come in after you haven't been contributing in that way. And as a stay-at-home mom, you're definitely contributing more than, you know, people give stay-at-home moms credit for. But I know in the time that I was staying home with my kids, like I would see my friends that were stay-at-home moms, they were so good at it, like taking their kids to play dates and taking their kids out and doing all these different things. And I'm like, I'm not that kind of stay-at-home mom. I really love to like do my thing. Like I love to create and I love to have my coffee in peace or read a book. And like, I don't know. I just wasn't that kind of stay at home mom to like go out and take my kids places. So I'm like, I know that I need to work too. So I can totally resonate with that feeling of just wanting more than just, you want something for yourself as a mom. And that's such a, I think a lot of moms feel that way. And I think, Oh, everyone can relate to that feeling and no, not feeling guilty, I think is a big part of that too. Like if you're a stay at home mom and you feel guilty for, you know, doing something for yourself, even if it's just going out to get your nails done. Um, can you speak a little bit about that, about the guilt of, um, like maybe, I don't know if you felt this way when you were starting out that it takes, it does take a lot of time to start a business and to start your own your own thing and you're a stay-at-home mom at the same time. So you have two full-time jobs. One and three are great ages, but they're not easy ages of kids. They need constant attention and they need to be constantly busy and you can't just hand them a tablet all day long. So can you speak a little bit about that? Maybe how you structured 
your days at that time and how you got through maybe that exhaustion and how you got over that guilt if you felt the guilt of spreading yourself like that. Yeah, you know, I honestly, I never really felt guilty. I, like I said, my, yeah, like my belief in what could be was so strong and crystal clear that I feel like if you know what your mission is and you know what your vision is, um, you know why you're doing what you're doing. It kind of takes that guilt out of it because Mm -hmm. I knew what I was doing was for the bigger picture, for the greater good. I knew we were going to see so many amazing benefits from what, you know, what I was doing that I just, you know, blinders on and, you know, head down, blinders on, stay in your own lane, as they say. And I truly just Mm -hmm. felt like that. And, you know, I just reminded myself that it was going to be a marathon and not a sprint because mm-hmm. I knew the season of life that I was in. And ultimately, being a stay-at-home mom was always number one priority to me. And building my business was number two. And so I knew that, you know, first I'm a stay-at-home mom and I will build this business alongside of it. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, what that looked like for me, especially in that season of life, and a couple of months after I got started on Isogenics, I got pregnant with my third. So it was like I had a three-year-old and a one-year-old. And then a few months later, I was pregnant with my third. When I had my youngest, I had a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a newborn. So anyone who's listening to this, I'm yes. just getting out of that life and it's so oh my gosh, it's not it's not easy. It's it takes not a easy. lot out of I, you. As much as you love your kids, it takes mm-hmm. so much out of you because everything you have goes to them. Mm-hmm. Everything. <laughs> it is so true. And you know, so I tell people I built this business, the foundation of this business, because I'm still building my business every day, but I built the foundation of my business in literally the busiest season of my life. And so, you know, if anybody is listening to this and they're like, how do I do this? Or where do I even start? My answer Mm -hmm. truly is just start. Like if you have a burning desire in your heart, in your soul, if you have a vision, if you have a mission, just remember that every single day that you wake up, just remind yourself of what is to be and believe Mm -hmm. that it actually will happen. And it will help you every single day to do those actions that you need to do in order to get there. Um, And so, you know, I would, what that looked like for me in building this was early mornings. I would wake up early in the morning before anybody Mm -hmm. else in my house was up because I knew those hours were sacred. I knew it was some of the only time all day that I was going to get to myself to have focused Mm -hmm. time in order to, you know, bang out my checklist. And then late at night, you know, I worked this business into all hours of the night. My sleep suffered, you know, and not that I encourage that. And I know that sleep is so important, but the fact of the matter is you have to make sacrifices somewhere. You know, I wasn't willing to sacrifice my time with my kids during the day. And so where can I find the time to build this? And for me, that was early in the morning and late at night. So before anybody was up in the morning, I was grinding and late at night when everybody was asleep, 
I was grinding, you know, when other people yeah. are binge watching TV or when other people are, you know, going to bed or, you know, yeah. like you just have to being an entrepreneur and working for yourself isn't always easy. It's like you have to motivate yourself every single day. You have to be so disciplined because nobody's there telling you what to do and when to do it. It's like you right. have to hold yourself accountable. And I always say like consistency and discipline kind of go hand in hand when people ask me like, yeah your number course, one advice. Yeah. I always say my number one advice to building anything, whether it's this in, you know, network marketing or it's any type of business or any type of vision or dream that you have, if you don't have discipline and consistency, which go hand in hand, if you're disciplined, you will be consistent. If you're consistent, yes, it means you're disciplined. If you, yep. if you don't have discipline and consistency, it's, you're just never going to get to where you want to go. And so right. it was, non-negotiable for me. It didn't matter how tired I was. It didn't matter if I pushed snooze five times before I got out of that bed in the morning. It yeah. didn't matter if I was exhausted at the end of the day. I knew that I had a checklist and I knew I had to get all of those things on the checklist done before I, you know, went on with my day or went to bed at yeah. night. And so, you know, that's really just how I did it. And, and during the day I was a fully present stay at home mom to three little ones. And, you know, it wasn't easy. We own a business. My husband worked six days at that time. He worked six days a week, 12 hour days. My husband was never home. He was home on Sundays, yeah. but Monday through Saturday, he was a working, lot too. you know, he was building a business too from the ground up. Yeah. And, you know, at that you point, really picked good timing. Yeah. I mean, at that point, <laughs> we had been building for a few years. You know what I mean? But yeah. we were both, we were both yeah. grinding and hustling. And, you know, I always say, choose your heart. Like, if you do the hard yeah. things in life, you'll I live an that. easy life. If you do all the easy things in life, you will live a hard life. And truly, all of that work that him and I both put in years ago, like we are absolutely 100% reaping the benefits of that today, you know? That's so, awesome. um, yeah, just finding the time that you can dedicate to your business. And it doesn't have to be a lot. It can be an hour in the morning and an hour at night if that's all yeah. you can start with. You know, start small and then build up. You know, I think so mm -hmm. often people set these like crazy big goals right off the bat and they're impossible for them to maintain. And so they get discouraged. And a lot of times they just stop. So just take mm -hmm. baby steps, you know, start small and then work on that. Yeah, I think that's great. Sometimes when you're looking up at the mountain, when you're at the bottom of the mountain and you're looking up, it looks so hard, but you're meant to take, you know, a hiker takes babies, they take baby steps when they go up that mountain. So you, you're never going to climb the whole mountain in one try. It's not going to work. And something I always say is it's you against you all the time. It's never you against anybody else. You're the one in your head telling yourself that, you can't get out of bed in the morning, that you can't get your workout in, that you can't start for X, Y, and Z reason. And I think people stop themselves all the time because they have all that, that negativity in their brain or they just think it's going to be too hard or I have three little babies that need me. I can't spread myself that thin right now. And you had a vision and a goal in mind. And like you said, now you're reaping the benefits. And in a way, it's good that you didn't wait to start because I feel like as your kids get older, you think you're going to have so much more time 
and you don't have more time like at all with sports and school and friendships that they want to have. Like you're so much more spread thin as you get older and your kids get older because they have their people and they have their own things to do that you have to take them to. You don't Mm -hmm. just like drop them off and leave. Like you take them and you stay. So I do think that, um, like you said, just starting and, and choosing your heart. I, I love that. Every time you post about that on your Instagram, I'm like, yes, people need to see and hear these words. Like that is so empowering to people. Yeah. And it is um, so true. Like as kids get older, they just have different needs. Like when they're little, yeah. it's exhausting in such a different way because they rely on you for so much. As they get older, they become more independent, but they are involved. Like my kids are all so involved in sports. We're a really active family. Yeah. And so for anybody who follows me on social media or knows me in real life, they know seven days a week, we are running from here, there and everywhere with three kids yeah. at a ton of different sports. And so, you know, each season of life has its pros and cons and different things about it that are hard and busy. And exactly, there is no perfect time. I always say progress over perfection because- mm-hmm. People are waiting for either that perfect time to do something or, you know, I, I work in the you know social media space. So or that perfect post to make or I don't want to take a picture or post a picture till I look perfect. And it's like there's never perfect. And if you're waiting for perfect, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. And so just progress over perfection, you know, just keep going. Just keep making progress. Yeah. Just start somewhere, you know. Yes. Yes. You have to press play. You cannot just mm-hmm. keep looking at that and and wondering what's going to happen if you do. Um, we didn't talk about it much when we originally chatted, but I I noticed that like just from following you and stuff, you and your husband are really good at being a team. I, like you split up your time with the kids. Like I think last night you posted that he took the kid, two of the kids out for dinner, and you took your oldest to what does he do? Karate or something. Yeah. He like just got a belt. Um, so I just, maybe we could talk a little bit about marriage and I know that's something that a lot of women have asked me about and I'm not an expert. We have been together for 15 years, but we have been only been married for seven. And I heard the first 10 years are like the hardest years of marriage. And I totally understand why they say that it's a lot of figuring out life and you guys spend, you know, your first six year, like the past six years building these businesses and stuff. So I'm just curious, like what that, how that communication goes, do you guys sit down and talk about things in the beginning of the week? So you can align your schedules? How do you divide tasks amongst each other? Like, maybe you could just give us a little insight on that. (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh, I love that question so much. Because You know, with social media these days, and like, I love social media. I build my business on social media. It's absolutely changed my life. And social media Mm -hmm. was the number one tool that I used to build that. So, you know, when I hear people say negative things about social media, it makes me cringe. It does. But at the same time, 
I completely understand where people are coming from when they do have that like love hate relationship with social media. Um, Mm -hmm. And what I tell them is just like, you know, we get to choose what we see on social media, we get to choose what we share on social media. And so Mm -hmm. you're in full control of that. You know what I mean? So like, just choose to put out good and see good on social media. But my point of this is that in today's world, I think that we see everyone's highlight reel on social media, right? And so I love the question about marriage and just, you know, how we make it work because on social media, things do seem, you know, so perfect or so easy or, you know, from an outsider, you can be like, oh my gosh, they seem like they have it all together and I don't know what I'm doing wrong, right? And I try and be really real and vulnerable on social Mm -hmm. media. I try and share the highs and the lows and everything in between without being negative, right? Like nobody wants to see like negativity or even, you know, all the bad things on social media. And right. so, you know, I, 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 I like the idea of just sharing the good on social media, but also just trying to stay real and authentic mm-hmm. and vulnerable. And I try my best to do that because I don't ever want anyone to look at me and say, I can never do what Ashley does, or I could never be what Ashley is, or, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't want that. I want our life to be an inspiration to others that if I could build this business as a stay-at-home mom to three young kids with a husband who works a lot as a business owner, so can you. Like, that is my mission. That is my vision. I want to empower other people to know that it's possible. I'm no different, you know? So I love Love when people ask questions about my husband and I, because we have been together a really long time and marriage is not easy. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of communication. It takes a lot of respect, you know, and most importantly, it takes support. And so Mm -hmm. when my husband and I got married, he wanted to start a business. And at that time I was working full time. We didn't have any kids Mm -hmm. and I supported that. You know, we bought this car dealership and literally had no idea if it was going to be successful, just like any other business venture. Nobody has any idea if it's going to be successful. If you know that it's going to be successful, everybody would be doing it. Everybody would be business owners, you know? So I supported that, you know, I a hundred percent percent supported that because I knew that was his dreams. I knew that was, you know, what he wanted to do. And so years later, when I was then a stay at home mom and I had Mm -hmm. this vision to start something new, he supported me in that. And, you know, I think that's so important because- Now that I'm the leader that I am, you know, I have a team of over 20,000 people now, and I hear all the time about spouses that don't support each other. And, you know, my advice to people like that is when you're married, it is, you know, we have to grow as a couple. Obviously, that's why you're with somebody because you're a partnership, you have dreams and visions and aspirations as a couple, as a family together. But just because you're married doesn't mean that you lose who you are. You're still an individual. And so what people kind of miss is that, 
you're going to have goals and dreams as a couple, as a family, but you're also going to have dreams and goals as individuals. And Mm -hmm. the key to marriage is supporting one another in those dreams, in those visions, in those goals as individuals. And, you know, I really, I'm proud of my husband and I for doing just that because we wouldn't be where we are today if we didn't, because it takes support. He can't accomplish his dreams without me supporting him, especially when you have children. Because, you know, it's not just him. Yeah, it's not just him and I anymore. It's not just like, okay, you go, you go fulfill your dreams and I'm going to go fulfill mine. Like, it's like we have these little humans that we need to take care of. And, you know, it it, it can't fall on one or the other, you know, so it's you have to be a team. And, you know, I, I really am proud of where we've gotten and where we are today as a reflection of really just supporting who each other was as individuals. And, you know, truly... When he started his business, I could have been nervous of failure and I could have been like, I don't know if that's the best option for our future. I don't know if that's the most financially secure option for us, but I didn't, you know, he had the belief and so I supported him. And then years later when I was a stay at home mom and I got introduced to network marketing and I told him what my vision was, he could have very easily said, I'm running a business. You are a stay at home mom. Your responsibility is the house and the kids because it was. Right. And I don't think that's a good idea. I think it's going to take away from what your role is and what I have to do because truly that was the dynamic of our relationship at that time. He was working yeah. and I was home with the kids and that was a role that I wanted to have and I loved having, but he could have very easily been like, I don't think that's a good idea, but he never did. He was just like, okay, like, you know, go for it. And I, you know, I shared with him what other women on my team when I joined were doing, right? That had been in the profession for five years or 10 years at that point. And I told him like, this is where I'm going. This is what I want. This is what I see for our future. And he could have very easily been like, Ash, I really don't know how you're going to make that work. Like you're home with three kids. I don't know how, but he didn't. Yeah, he could have been very negative. Like about, Very. about it. Never yeah. once. He encouraged me. He supported me. And, and so, you know, while I think there's a lot of things that um, come into effect with marriages and, you know, keeping them really strong. And, you know, like I said, communication and just respect and, you know, time management, because I think it's important to make time for one another. Again, especially after you have kids, it's so hard to, you know, make time. And like him and I, we schedule date nights just like we would schedule a business meeting, because if you don't make something a priority, it's never going to grow. You know, if you don't pour into something it's not going to grow. And so just like you would schedule a business meeting or even a girl's night out with your friends, you should be scheduling date nights, you know, just uninterrupted time for you and your spouse to really connect um, and just have a great time, you know, but I think support is what I found for our, you know, marriage is just support and constantly Mm -hmm. growing. Like we're going to constantly evolve 12 years of marriage, 20 plus years of being together. I'm not who I was in the high school when we started dating. I'm not who I was 12 years ago when we got married, you know, like people. Nor should you be. You you should. Exactly. Exactly. So much. 
part of evolving and part of growing is change, you know, and some people struggle with change, but change is a beautiful thing. And, um, you know, so support, I, I really just think the way that we've supported one another through the years has been monumental in our success because, like I said, hindsight is twenty twenty. It's easy to look back now after we've seen the success and be like, of course we supported one another. But right. that at the time that we had these crazy dreams or these crazy visions, it's not always so easy to support people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's really it's hard. hard. And so yeah. just really believing. One person having a dream mm-hmm. and the other person taking on a lot of the work and then the other, mm-hmm. you know, when it's not equal. And I think a lot of moms fall trapped to that where they're like, husband is out working in your home and you feel like you, if you have a dream or you have something, you don't want to say it because who then would take up the the slack in the house mm-hmm. or in the home, like with your kids. And like you said, you're, when you have little kids, you have you both have that responsibility to take care of them. So then if something comes up that if that kind of throws a wrench in that it's, if you don't support, you don't ever want your spouse to resent you or think what if. So support, definitely supporting your spouse. I think, I think that's great advice. And sometimes people don't understand why you're Mm -hmm. supporting that a specific decision. And I think people get stuck by that too. Like a lot of, you know, if your family or your friends don't understand why you're trying to achieve a goal or go after a dream that you have, and then that's putting a lot of pressure on you as a mom or the dad, people sometimes have a lot to say about that too. Yeah, a hundred percent. And, you know, you, you just, got to block out the noise. You know, I say that all the time and dynamics are going to constantly be evolving. And so, you know, when I started building my business, our dynamic definitely changed a bit, you know, like sometimes when my husband would get home from work, I would have calls to hop on and, you know, he would then just jump in with the kids. And so, Mm -hmm. which, you know, prior to that, I wouldn't have had those calls to jump on, obviously. And so dynamics are going to change a bit. And that goes along with support, you know, like you have to support your spouse. And if they have a dream, if they have a belief, you got to be there to support them. And, you know, if it doesn't work out the way as planned, then you just pivot and you change, you know what I mean? But, you know, in a marriage and in a partnership, like that's what it's all about. It's becoming the best version of yourself so that you can pour into your spouse. Like I am a better wife when I am fulfilling my dreams and my aspirations. And like you said, if you're not able to do that, you then start to resent your spouse because you feel like you're being held back and you feel like you're not Mm -hmm. living out your purpose. And, you know, nothing good can come from that. That is bad energy. And so what especially women and moms feel is, they just become this martyr to their family, right? And it's like, the more I give, the more I love my children or the more I love my husband. And it doesn't have to be like that. Like you can love your kids and husband just as much without being a martyr. If you don't fill your cup, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if your cup's empty, you have nothing to give them. So self-care is really important. And along with self-care comes, you know, living out your purpose, living out your dreams, doing what you feel called to do, you know? So 
um, again, like I feel so passionate about just inspiring women because I've been there. Like I was a stay-at-home mom to a really successful business-owning husband, you know, like that was our dynamic. And it changed drastically when I wanted to start something um, and just, you know, not feeling that guilt because like I said, I knew where I was going. I knew what this was going to do for our family. So there was no guilt there. That's awesome. It's it's so encouraging to hear you talk so positively about your journey because there's so many people that harp on on all of like I know you said in our other call that you failed up and I think a lot of people harp on like it's hard, you have to put in the work, like grit, um all of that stuff which is really you, yes, 100%, but to encourage people that Yes, you're going to put in the work, but it's it's a positive experience. It doesn't have to be a negative experience. You don't have to kill yourself over doing, like creating something for yourself. Like you don't have to lose yourself. You can grow and, and become more of who you're meant to be. And on our original call too, we talked a lot about like the hot mess motherhood and how that drives us nuts and that whole dynamic of like... Um, it's okay to be a hot mess and the Instagram epidemic that's going on of women showing their messy houses and all the, you know, stuff around and the piled high laundry and like making it okay and normal, which is funny and entertaining, but also not really encouraging to women that are, you know, in this season that don't want to feel like a hot mess. And I think you said too before, like, are you really a hot mess? Like, so do you want to talk a little bit about, about that hot mess motherhood, like whole epidemic that's happening? Yeah. And you know, I think honestly, the whole intention behind hot mess express moms is I, I think it's met in a good way in they're in the aspect of just making moms feel like they're not alone. Right. And I feel like the intention of like the whole hot mess express idea was really just to give moms permission to not feel like they had to be perfect all the time. Right. And I love that message. Like I love that message so much. I do think it has gone a little far though. Like I think in today's society, we like have now, started to edify and like, you know, respect the whole hot mess express mentality. And I just don't think that really serves people as a whole or, you know, moms, especially as a whole, because the fact of the matter is like, okay, no one's perfect. And I do have days where I feel like a quote, hot mess express, right? But like, my life as a whole is not a hot mess express. And if it were, I wouldn't be where I am today. Because if you don't have order in your life and in your family and in your home, it's really hard to create order in all other aspects of your life, right? And so, I mean, I am a type A personality, so it may be a little easier for me to not embrace that type of lifestyle because (laughs) I like things, you know, like I like things clean. I like things neat. I like things in order. And for me personally, when things are out of order, 
I feel like chaotic in my brain, right? So like if I look around mm-hmm. my house and it's a mess and I'm not talking about like some toys here and there where my kids are playing with or whatever, like I'm very realistic. I'm talking right. about like total mess, you know, stuff yeah. everywhere, totally unkept. Like how can you have any type of order like in your mind, in your family, in your life, when everywhere you look is chaos, you know, and there's, there's science behind this. Like this is a thing that, you know, when there is chaos around you, your life will be chaos. And so, you know, I am very, very much so like my house is clean, my house is in order. And, you know, like I try and, and not embody that chaos or hot mess express in my life because, you know, not only for me personally, but for my family and, you know, us as women and us as moms, it is our job. Like we are the ones uh, almost always, you know, most of the time, I'm sure there's exceptions, but most of the time we are the ones that create our home environment. We're the ones that create the energy in our homes. We set the tone for our families, right? And so Mm -hmm. I don't want my kids living in a house that's a mess, or I don't want my kids being a part of chaos. And like, you know, I want them to feel calm. I want them to feel like, you know, I don't want them to to ever feel like there's just you know, craziness around them. And also as far as my husband, I want my husband to come home after a long day of work. He runs a business. It's stressful. There's a lot going on. He makes a million and one decisions a day as a business owner. I don't want him to come home to a house that's then full of chaos. You know, it's like, I want him to come home at the end of the day from a long day of work to peace. I want him to come home to a tidy home. I want him to come home to peace. I want that to be his, his time and his place to be able to relax, to be able to like, you know, just rejuvenate and refresh and just, you know, not have to then carry on a stressful day or carry on, you know, what you've been experiencing all day at work. And so, you know, I really think that it's important to have that type of energy in your home in order for Mm -hmm. everybody who's living in it to really perform at their highest level. Yeah, I agree. And teaching your kids that that's, it's good to, you know, pick up after yourself, to do your dishes, to keep your, like your spaces organized, to learn what that looks like too, because then you're not raising your you're not raising your kids to be kids you're raising your kids to be adults so then they take that into their grown adult life and they're able to be a like adults that take care of their things i the other day i spent like an hour cleaning out my car and i was like wow this is great my car is so clean and you know having really young kids it's really hard to keep your car clean but then once you get it all cleaned out and you do it one time and then you just keep up with it. It's that consistency and that discipline that comes back into literally every aspect of your life. Once you keep up with it, it's so much easier. It's so much easier. And not thinking, oh, my car, I have a nice car. I I drive a Suburban. Like we needed a big car, three kids. But I, you know, with the little kids, you just let it get dirty. And it's hard to keep up with it because you just, you're in, you're out, you're getting the kids in and out. I leave the kids in the car, throw all the trash out now, wipe down any spilled milk and get them all out of the car when we get home. So it's just like that consistency and discipline and keeping up with things, I think is huge in every aspect of your life. And 
Um, now you work with a health and wellness brand. So I think just before we wrap up, just really quick, like talking about that with health and wellness too, because as a woman, there's so many different things where like that are coming at us all the time about our health and working out and how we make time for that. So maybe we can touch a little bit on like taking care of yourself as a, as a mom from like a health and wellness perspective and that self-care and then we can wrap, we can wrap it up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, it's such an important question because people get so wrapped up in all these other things in life. Um, and truly, if you don't have your health, you literally have nothing. And right. most of the time, people don't realize that or take it seriously until it's too late. So, you know, yeah. something goes wrong with their health or, you know, then they're like, okay, I'm going to start taking care of myself. The, yeah. the thing is, you know, don't wait until your health is deteriorated or something happens. And none of us are immune to anything. You know, uh, right. we can take care of ourselves every single day and something can happen. You know, I mean, it happens to people all the time. It doesn't mean we're immune, yeah. but we just have to do our part. You know, like we just have to try our best and do our part to really serve our body. You know, it's yeah. like, if you want your body to take care of you, you got to take care of it. Right. It's like, we're not yeah, machines. Definitely. We're not machines. Like we have to fuel our bodies to really, you know, serve us and to, to, to feel the way we want to feel. We have to put the right what things in our body. What does that look like for you? Like, how do you take mm -hmm. care of yourself and all the busyness that you, you guys are very busy family? Mm -hmm. How do you take care of yourself? What does your self care look mm -hmm. like? Yeah. So, so my husband and I, um, a little story. So we both, um, were division one college athletes. Like we both got wow, division awesome. scholarships to college. And so I was a soccer player. He played golf. And so my point in saying that is we've always been really into health and wellness. We grew up as avid athletes and, you know, played at really high levels and it just kind mm -hmm. of has transpired into, you know, our life as adults. And so yeah. we've always really been um, active and taking care of our bodies and really into health and wellness. And so now our children are really avid athletes, right? And so I don't force my kids to do any type of sport. I always tell them they have to do something, whether that's mm -hmm. a sport or an after school activity or whatever it is. I just yeah. told them they have to do something. They've just all naturally taken on the, you know, yeah. the athletic avenue. They just love, they all love sports. And so now they're really avid athletes, but I love, love, love the saying that habits are caught, not taught. And so often parents think that we can tell our children anything we want to tell them, right? And the more we tell them, the more it'll become ingrained in their brains, right? But that's not how it works. Like using this as an example, good health or taking care of yourself or being healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, if you tell your kid day in and day out, be healthy, what you eat is important or that's not healthy for you, but you're not 
doing that, you're eating unhealthy things, you're not exercising, you're not taking care of yourself. It doesn't matter what you tell your kids. They see what you're doing. And what you're doing is far more powerful than what you're telling them because habits are caught, not taught. They're going to, they're going to, you know, they're going to emulate what you do, what you teach them, not what you say, you know, actions speak louder than words. And so for us, health and wellness is a really important part of our lives. And yes, I am partnered with a health and wellness company, obviously, but far before I partnered with them, I was very into health and wellness, which is one of the reasons why I did partner with them. It was so aligned with who I was already as a person that it fits Mm -hmm. so perfectly in who I am. And so you know, it, that just means being active, working out. You know, my kids, like now, especially my oldest, he's nine. He loves working out with me. We have a home gym. And That's so, so he loves, yeah, he loves working out with me. My daughter, she's seven. She'll come in there sometimes and work out with me too, you know? So they see us working out. They see us eating healthy. You know, they, they, we, I mean, of course we are not perfect and nobody is. And life is all about balance and what we eat, is, right. you know, all about balance. Life is too short. Yes. But for the most part, we are eating healthy foods. We are creating healthy habits. Our kids know foods that are healthy and foods that aren't so healthy. And it doesn't mean we can't Mm -hmm. eat those foods, but it just means that like we're not going to eat those foods all the time, you know? So it's just that open communication. It's creating those habits and it is self-care. It's, you know, I go out with my friends for girls nights. My husband goes out with his friends for guys nights. We go out on date nights together. You know, we take family vacations. It's like showing them all different aspects of, you know, what, like I, you know, for me personally, everybody has their own thing, but like, I enjoy getting my nails done. So, you know, I, every couple of weeks I go and get my nails done and just showing, especially my daughter that that's okay to do, you know, like that might not be your thing. Like I said, everybody has their own thing. That's my form of self-care. Something as little as taking baths. Like I'm a bath girl. Like I love baths. Like my kids, my kids know I take a bath every night. And that's like mommy time. So it's just like showing them that you are allowed, like giving people permission to do the things that they love, the things that they enjoy, and just reminding them that it's, we have to take care of ourselves in order to take care of our families. Like I talk to my kids about that all the time and with work too. Like I talk to my kids about that all the time too. Like mommy and daddy work so hard for you guys so that we can live this beautiful life. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's so important to tell kids that, I mean, it just goes hand in hand with, you know, what good health looks like. Health isn't just the food that we eat. It's, everything that we do. It's the things that we read. It's the things that we watch. It's the people in our lives. It's the friends that you have. It's the relationships that you have. It's your environment. Like that is health. It's not just food. You know, it's not just working out. It's not just fitness and nutrition. Good health is everything in your life, you know, because when you have toxicity in your life, it trickles into every other aspect of your life. And so it's important to really guard that and, you know, do the things that you love and enjoy and make sure you're surrounded by really positive things, positive people, a good environment, and, you know, just open communication with kids, constantly teaching them like the importance of taking care of ourselves so that we can take care of others. Yeah, I think that's great message. And that's awesome. I agree 100%. It's physical, 
mental, spiritual, all the things combined make up health. It's not just one thing. And it's, it's really important that we're focusing on all three and not just working out. Because if you're working out and your nutrition isn't good, it's not gonna, that, it's not canceling it out. It's just making it harder on your body to process things. So 100% agree with you. All right. Well, what is one thing you just want to leave with moms today before we wrap up? Oh my gosh. I know I totally put um, you on this spot. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> I think, I think honestly, just if I had to say one thing to moms, especially because I know that, you know, as a mom, there's just so much pressure on us and not to take away from dads. I'm just, I'm not a dad, right. obviously. So I just relate to moms. I would just tell them like, you are enough. You know, I think so often we doubt ourselves. Am I being a good enough mom? Am I doing enough? Am I setting my kids up for success? Am I a failure? Like we ask those questions all the time. And I just want to encourage moms and women that if you didn't ask yourself those questions, like I, that's when I would start worrying, right? Like, so like, if you yeah. didn't care, you wouldn't right. ask those questions. Like we sometimes feel like maybe we're not enough because we care so deeply about being moms and being these, you know, incredible figures for our children to look up to. And so, you know, you are enough, like we are doing enough and just not putting so much pressure on ourselves because I think society today puts so much pressure on women specifically moms, because it treats women like we should be moms without jobs or, um, you know, career Desires. women without families. Yeah. It's like this like crazy, impossible balance that's like put on our shoulders every single day. I feel like that just mm -hmm. creating your own normal and creating, you know, whatever is best for your family personally is yeah. key. And you are enough, you know, you are doing a great job. You are enough. And there is no one that is more equipped to raise your children than you. They were given to you as gifts and, you know, whatever that is you believe in for me, it's God, but you know, they were given to you as gifts because you are the most equipped person to mold them into the people they're supposed to be. So, you know, you are enough and you're doing an amazing job. I love that. I have the chills. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much. This has been so fun, Ashley. I'm so I'm so glad that we did this and I'm so thankful that you agreed to be on the podcast and I just thank you so much, really. It's been so Aww. fun. Thank you, Emily. I am honored. And like I said, I always love sharing just my story and my journey and, you know, truly just that if I can do it, so can you, you know, just being that inspiration to other people to really just go after their dreams and, you know, yeah. anything, anything is possible. So thank you for having me. This has been yeah. so fun and I can't wait to do it again soon sometime, hopefully. Yeah, that would be fun again. Um, and I will link your I got a little cut off at the end, so I want to make sure you guys know to connect with Ashley. All of her information is in the show notes, so feel free to go connect with her, and we will see you later this week. Have a good one.